Hey, I'm Paul. And I'm Chad. And you're listening to Bad Marketing Sucks. And we're on a mission to eradicate bad marketing one business at a time. Hey, Paul, how you doing, man? Chad, doing fantastic. How are you doing? I'm great. I'm great. What do we got going on today? What is what is our thinking? Well, I think that uh, we're going to talk more about branding, brands, marketing. Is it all the same? Is there any difference? Where does it all start? Yeah. How does it all fit in? All of that fun stuff. I love it. All the things that it. keep businesses up at night, right? Sure. Absolutely. Which is total crap. It is. Yeah. Tell me about your thoughts on what a brand is. What a brand is. So everybody has a brand. Um, a personal brand. Uh, every business has a brand, which largely gener- is comes from the founders, the individuals. But the moment you have a spark of inspiration to start a business, whether you have a problem and you're going to solve it for yourself and then you do it for others, or you just see a pattern of problems and you're going to be the solution to those for other people. Right. Everybody's got that brand that starts from the spark, that first inspiration. Sure. Um, it's you. It's, it's who you are. Now, taking that and making that bigger than your than one person mm-hmm. and taking it out of maybe the garage right or the kitchen table right they all start there but then once they are once you've made that commitment to bring it out mm-hmm. then you start moving into the branding right branding is that public domain so when is that okay so let's okay so you've got your brand yep. right let's take a let's take someone who uh, is passionate about coffee beans okay. okay and they want to open up a coffee shop yep. okay so the day that they decide to do that okay well I'm going to open up a coffee shop this is my dream mm-hmm. um, I've got a connection in somewhere in South America hypothetically yep. okay that day that they that they that 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 dream is formed and it is implemented and they have decided to do that and they are starting to implement these new coffee beans mm-hmm. okay and uh, so that brand yeah. at that point essentially what you're saying is formed yeah and okay. it, they don't even have to have context and well okay all right but i'm just okay so but, but at that point that brand yes is essentially formed yeah okay and so you know again like things like origin stories and things of that that have become cliche that's right. what that really is at the core is their story i have an idea right I want to bring this idea out. That is when the brand starts. Right. And who you are and what you believe, that's where the brand starts. And what you stand for. Exactly. Okay. So at what point uh, does that brand um, that we've already established, when does that become branding? Because they're, they're two obviously different things. Yeah. So I see it as that your brand is your, your first, the, that origin with an individual or a small group of individuals is where the brand starts. Okay. And then you bring that to a team as you go to form a business and bring it to the public. Okay. Once you make that transition from internal to the public, that's when branding begins to become branding at that moment, at that moment, okay. when you come to the public, sure, because it's, it's a mixture of what you believe about yourself and what is perceived and experienced in the marketplace that becomes the, sh- that gotcha. becomes shaping that the, the right. branding right. Uh, of who you are. Now there's some, some technical sides of branding, things like logos, fonts, colors, and all of that. You know, the, that's part of the, the technical side of branding, bringing that idea to life and bringing it from an internal 
to a public state. Right. Does that make sense? It does. Okay. So you got that technical side of things, but a lot of it is once you bring that out there is, and you start to actually perform services for your target audience, right? You know, sell goods or perform the service that you provide, then their perception and your execution becomes part of that branding as well. Okay. So we, we okay. So let's go back. We, we've already, we, we kind of define what the brand is. Mm-hmm. We talked, we kind of defined what the branding, the moment that it becomes branding is taking it to the public. Yeah. Right. Okay. So those two things are defined. So at what point in time is, do you move into what is considered marketing? Okay. So you've got brand, branding, marketing. So you've got the branding, okay, Mm -hmm. which we've already established is once you take it to the public. Yeah. Okay. When does that, um, when does that move over into the realm of marketing? So marketing is another transition from internal to public as well. So okay. you're taking, um, you are, are creating assets to make promises to the public about what you're offering, right. the goods or services that you're offering. Okay. And so let me ask you this. Yep. So at what point um, in that endeavor do you have to get definitive on who your target audience is? As quickly is it, as possible. Okay, right. As quickly so, as possible. So. So the way I see that is, and, and you, you've, you and I have talked about this a lot over the years, is so there is a target profile for every good or service that you, you offer, if you're offering good or service, mm-hmm. um, and there, there are optimal ones and less optimal ones. Right. So target profiles, really, who is going to be the highest profitable groups of people mm-hmm. that need your product? And that could be... And it's not so take take real estate for instance. Mm-hmm. It's like one real estate firm may focus on people downsizing. Yes. Versus one real estate firm might focus on uh, new families, new home buyers. Yes. Right. Or right. or that starter home, and then well, yes. we outgrew this. Right. Then you've got another target audience that could be people that are investors. Exactly. That are just buying something to exactly you know, invest in. Right. So as you're making that transition to marketing. Finding that target profile right. is critical because if you cannot speak to them properly and at the proper times, right. then you're going to waste a ton of money. And the efforts that you put into bringing your brand to life and branding and bringing it into the realm of marketing mm-hmm. is going to be very frustrating. Yes. It's going to be less effective. Uh, most don't experience it as being less effective. They just experience the outcome of being, well, they didn't work. It didn't work well. Yeah. yeah. Um, but in answer to your question about that, identifying that target profile is, is critical as early as, as possible. early as possible. Yeah. yeah. I think one of the biggest, um, confusions that people, you know, that we, that, you know, that have is that a logo color font is branding, Mm-mm. you know, and that's, we've got to get that done. We get the, you know, we get a website done, just get something out there. Right. Yeah. And, and once you've done that, then you've really, um, you, you've done everything you need to do pretty much in the brand branding world of the product or service yeah. that you, you know, um, but let, let's talk about that a little bit more. I mean, it, I, because it's such a, you know, you, you have people that, that believe that yeah. in their mind. A lot of people. Um, yeah, but I, it's, it's, it's much mm. more robust. Yeah. Am I correct? Yeah. Cause if, if you're just doing that checklist that you just laid out for us, I got a logo, I've got some fonts, I've got some colors, I've got a website mm-hmm. and you're checking those boxes. Then you're looking at it from a very thin tactical perspective of this is branding. 
rather than um, it, it's just remarkable to me how many people still have websites that they've checked the box and they've never gone back to look at and it doesn't articulate anything about who they are why anybody should care it's literally just a box a box that they checked right we have a website yeah right just to, to just to say that yeah, yeah. right we've got which it. in this day and age i mean that's your one of the most valuable assets that you actually own well that's the engine yeah right Big essentially time. yeah 100 right. because all of these other things uh social media you don't we don't own anything on those we don't own our profiles right LinkedIn yeah. can shut you down in a heartbeat. And so can Facebook. Every single one of them. <laughs> they can the change your terms of, of, yeah. of services. Uh, algorithms everything. And, and everything. Yeah. So, so yeah. So, if you had to, okay, so let me ask you this. If, if, if you were to, I got a question for you. So, where do you think the biggest discrepancy is or where do you think the biggest shortfall is, um, you know, from a business owner? Um, an idea guy who's got this brand, who's mm -hmm. bringing this brand to market, where do you think the biggest pitfall lies? From the moment that he, does, or he or she decides that this is, this is my idea, this is what I want to take to the public, mm -hmm. and actually all the way through the end of that, through the actual marketing campaign itself, where do you think the biggest pain points are for these individuals? So the biggest pain points or pitfalls because those can be very well, different I mean, things. It's, well, it, it's a pain point when it doesn't work effectively. Yeah, and that's right. typically how it's done. And most people, at least in my experience, and I could be have a very odd experience, but in the, my experience with this is that most people are, um, their pain points are that didn't work, but they never really took the time to have a strategy for their brand, right? have a strategy for their marketing, Mm -hmm. and tie it all together to be measurable and within the, the, the cycle of business and the cycle of, of a, uh, a customer's buying cycle. Sure. So, so what you're saying is essentially you're saying that they put something together, okay, mm -hmm. they, they craft this message, and, and, they, and they just kind of throw some stuff on the wall. Yeah, okay. absolutely. All right. Well, and, and it's – I mean, I could see the, the start in – of a business saying, okay, well, what do I need to do? Well, I need to form an LLC, I get an attorney, I get an accountant, right. uh, I'm going to get a logo, I'm going to get a website, and now I'm just going to go off and do it. Yes. And that's, I mean, that's, in my opinion, that's one of the reasons that so many startups, so many small businesses fail. They fail, yeah. So when I say pain point, I mean, obviously, it becomes a pain point when it doesn't work. Exactly. Right. So, if you were to give someone some advice um, and say, okay, well, these are the pitfalls that you need to avoid. These are the things in that process mm -hmm. of brand, branding, and marketing. Yeah. Okay. If you could, I don't know, maybe there's five, maybe there's 10, maybe there's three. I don't know. Yeah. What would they be? So the first thing I would say is to actually develop some written language about who you are and what what you're doing means it's going to help force you to try to articulate a differentiation between your competitor because most in any industry and in market you can go in and take 10 websites mm -hmm. and change a logo change a few words and they're all the same right so there's no differentiation so when you say that you start you're talking about getting to you know the 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 grassroots of um you know the real reason you open this business or service, mm -hmm. the reason why you do what you do, and your passion, the yeah. reason why you're passionate about this, right? Yeah. 
Is that and, what you're and, saying? And, and what, Essentially. Yeah, exactly. And what separates you? What? Why anybody should care about you versus somebody else? Right. Okay. And, and so few people go through that process because it's actually it's not easy. Sure. Um, and and when you're going based on conventional wisdom, and you're just going by a checklist, and you say, well, I've already got my website, and I've already got this these these tactical right. things done, but they're not really saying anything. Right. They're right. they're chasing SEO. They're chasing keywords and trying to game the system, which you just cannot do anymore. Right. But that's the first thing uh, in answer to your question. That's the first thing that needs to be done is you have to be able to articulate. And the written word is so important in that because it becomes that, as, as I would call it, a brand manifesto. Right. Because once you transition from yourself or a small group of founders into a team, right. and as that team grows, if you don't have something to guide your employees and your team to say, this is the essence. This is what we are. are so, so what you're saying is, is that that manifesto be somewhat becomes the culture of yes. that workplace the environment, the foundation of the culture of that workplace environment. Exactly. Because okay. in the absence of that, mm -hmm. then it's just going to be, it's, it's, you know, you're flying by the seat of your pants. Yeah. It's personal preference. Sure. All yeah, right. That's the difference between somebody that's put together that has policy and discipline right. versus you know, right. everything that comes up, we're just going to interpret it how we feel at that moment, what mm -hmm. our personal preference is. Right. And that's just a dangerous, irresponsible okay, way now to That's a pitfall. Okay. What's the second pitfall? Let's say that someone has that. They've done the manifesto. They've laid all that out. They've talked about who they are, why they are, and what they do. What's the second biggest pitfall in your opinion? So it, it's not connecting that with the visual parts of a brand. So we talked about these what most people do is a, a tactical checklist. I've got a logo, I've got fonts and all that stuff. Right. Taking that brand manifesto and using that to create the visual brand and the brand books and the brand guidelines, right. make sure that you provide one of the most important things that you can have in any aspect of life and it's consistency. Right. So those are your anchors. Those are so your foundation. So when you say consistency, you're being you're saying consistent in everything that you do within that organization with your teams. Correct. Okay. How you express All right. who you are, visually, verbally, in the written word. All of those things because that's the buildup to marketing. It's taking this to the public, right, and saying, hey, this is who we are. These is the these are the promises that we're making about our good or service, right. Because it is remarkable to me how still businesses skip so many steps, just go straight to making the promises. Mm -hmm. And then when people say, I'm going to take you up on that, when the, 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 the consumer, the end consumer, they're yeah. going to come in, <laughs> right? They're going to say, Hey, yeah. I, I'd love to know about this. I'd love, I'd like you to fulfill, uh, you know, make good yeah, on this yeah, promise, on you, promise made. you made. And you've got employees that say, I, I uh, I have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah. Or it's not good. Yeah. Or they go in and, and there's the employee takes their personal preference okay. and it's completely different than what, than what was the, promised the, right. was this, this sure. marketing. Sure. Okay. Um, I mean that right there, it just blows me away that yeah. we, we have so many businesses that continue to do that. Yeah. And they wonder why they fail. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's it. It's, and they say, well, you know, my, my branding and marketing failed or didn't work. I was mm -hmm. like, no, it actually worked really, really well. But what they found uh -huh. when they came to, to take you up on that promise right. was so drastically different. Than what you promised. Yeah. Yeah. Then, right. then that's what 
your your planning failed. Right. Your, your lack of planning, your yeah. lack of strategy. So that's a pitfall. So that's, so that's pitfall two. Massive. Okay. So we get to pitfall two. All right. That is the what we just discussed. Okay. What would be pitfall three? Well, I, As we move through this entire, yeah, you know, through the marketing phase, because obviously it goes past the marketing phase, yeah. right? You've got a, you know, you got a good or service that someone purchases from you. Yeah. Okay. At that point in my mind, once they purchase that item from you, you're kind of almost married in a way. You've asked mm-hmm. them to, yeah, to, to, you know, I mean, it, 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 metaphorically, yeah, okay? yeah. You've asked them to, to, to you know, to, and, and, you know, kind of to marry you at that point. A lot of businesses fail, I think, after the sale as well. Hundred percent. You know, it's it's like you, you okay, you've purchased it, great, but they don't court well. And yeah. you know, in, in marriage, as we all know, the the real courting begins after the I do's. Yeah. You know, if you want to stay married, without I mean, a doubt. You know, so relationships to maintain a relationship, it takes work. Oh yeah. Oh, we could go on and on about, and we're not marriage counselors, but certainly we all understand. But even in the customer relationship, it's it's similar. It's you know, so you've got this this cycle that that the customer is going through. They're just living their life. Mm -hmm. Something happens, so a situation kicks them into a need, right? And then they look at their options. Then they make it. They make contact, right? They or they make a decision. They make contact. And then they purchase. Right. And then they kick right back into that cycle. Mm-hmm. So businesses that fail to nurture that relationship and recognize that this is, we cannot change this buying cycle. It is we, what it is. Yeah, We cannot, yeah. there's nothing we can do to change right. that. But knowing what that cycle looks like is where businesses that are really successful at it, nurture that relationship and reaffirm the buying decision that they've made. Right. So it's, I, you're, you're absolutely right. So it's right. courting, essentially, in the end. Yeah. Okay. So we've got the second one. So would you? What, so what would be the third pitfall, in your opinion? Because we've also got to get to a point where we take that message through mar- marketing to the target audience mm-hmm. that's been defined. Yeah. Okay. So um, is there a is there a pitfall in there where somebody could go wrong in that marketing? Oh I mean, gosh. <laughs> Is there a pitfall in there? Well, I, well, I mean, I'm trying to <laughs> How point much out. time do you have? Oh, my goodness. We've got about another 15 minutes. I'm going to, well, yeah. 12 minutes. So I'm going to allow you to, i tell you what, I just, I'm going to give you maybe um, maybe five minutes to talk about that. Because oh, I know that could gosh. go on forever. I mean, but, that's going to, we'll yeah. have to, there's so many pitfalls I know, in that. But, but, but let's just say this, okay? There's some pitfalls, that, the tremendous pitfalls in that and the marketing end of it, of mm-hmm. taking that message to your target audience yeah. through various media okay? absolutely all right then you have another one which is after that person has bought has mm-hmm. purchased your good or service and not you know developing the or courting them in a way yeah that is effective mm-hmm. right and they end up either forgetting you or being turned off by you yeah. or both you of which know, are bad or very bad both, both are bad um you know so in, in all of this encompasses bad marketing yeah right okay so i'll i'll talk about one thing uh, from that standpoint of of in marketing, here's here's a uh, a major pitfall that I see is the right message at the wrong time. And right. so what I mean by that is, so until somebody has a need, they are just not going to pay attention to facts and figures because right. we don't we it's, it's not necessary at that time, but we we will latch on to things like a, a emotional. Um, 
emotional messages that are conveyed to us. Connections. Yeah. So mm -hmm. if I'm watching television and the air conditioning has gone out, mm -hmm. um, well, let me back up. So if the air conditioning goes out, I don't go sit down at the TV to wait for a commercial to come on so I can write a number down. Right. So anything when you're, when you're talking about like television in this instance mm -hmm. or even digital uh, delivery of videos in right. some capacity. Sure. Those types of, of that type of information is the right message at the wrong time. Right. That those details will matter later when I need them. Mm -hmm. But at that time, when I'm watching golf or I'm watching football, mm -hmm. anything of that that's in that message in that video is a waste of real estate. Right. And that I, that is huge because you're not in a buying mode. Exactly. Right? So okay. So but that, I am in a relationship relationship. So mode. what you're saying is is that creating the top of mind awareness through a through a connection type of a message to you mm -hmm. at that moment as a potential customer on your couch watching sports or, or whatever. That that's what you're that's what you're kind of referring to. Here. Exactly. Okay. So what is top of mind? So if you well if you need to move something, you need to move move your house or move a piece of furniture, who are you going to call? I'm going to call uh, a moving company. Okay. If the what's but most people are going to call their friends. Oh yeah. That's what yeah, I was I thought you for. were meaning. <laughs> no, yeah, no, no, yeah, no. yeah, you're going to call a friend. Yeah, yeah. Right. Sure. Yeah. So in which of those friends you're going to call first? you have the best relationship with. Sure. That's so, probably going to be you in that moment. Exactly. And I'm going to ignore your call. <laughs> and unless you've got a case of beer and some pizza, then I might come oh, over. Oh, I see we'll now. See. Okay. Yeah, I might come over. planting some seeds. Um, just, just so you know. Um, but last time I moved you, I don't think there was any of that involved. I so, think there was pizza, but that's been a probably 10, 15 yeah, years ago, true. man. From that you townhouse know? to the one you're in now. In my home, yeah. So equate that with a business. That's what top of mind is. Right. It is a relationship. Mm -hmm. So if we want to be top of mind, yeah, it is, you know, where we're delivering messages, we need to know what state that buyer is in Correct. in their cycle so that we know how to craft that message and how right. to take our brand, express that at the right time with the right message. Yes. I've noticed in the HVAC industry over the years that there's, there's pain points mm -hmm. every year um, because these companies get much busier in yeah. these. It's summer when mm -hmm. the first, when the, you know, when it first starts to get hot and it's when in the, in the cold, you know, in the winter when it starts to get really cold, Yeah, you know, that's when the units start to struggle. So I, I, I see where you're going with this. And then the rest of the year is almost like top of mind awareness yeah, exactly. or a service type deal that sure. they've got a contract where they come out and service it and things of that nature. Um, okay. So we, we, we've, we've talked about the difference between brand branding and marketing yep. essentially. I mean, yeah. we can obviously get, there's a lot more that we can discuss in the realm Always, of marketing. Yeah. I, I mean, mean that could go on. We could be here for another couple hours. We don't have time today. Uh, and we've talked about some of the pitfalls, mm -hmm. right? Um, and what do you see is, is, do you see a lot of these business, a lot of businesses trying to go it alone a lot of times and trying to do this themselves? And would that be one of the reasons why they struggle so much? Um, yeah, and they may experience so. more of the pitfalls than someone who is actually using an expert. Yeah, I think so. I think there's a lot of, um, a lot of status quo, old conventional wisdom out there, um, that people follow. It's not hard to see legitimately i cannot believe this blew my uh, I, just, I still cannot get over this i was riding down the road the other day 
I saw a billboard with a QR code on it. Who? Wait, what? A billboard with a QR code on it. Well, how can I? Get, exactly. I mean, that's a long way to get so my phone. That's like. What would be the reason? That's wasted. The space. only thing I can think of is that somebody thought that. Hey, again, was QR it a codes spoof? Are, was it supposed no, to be funny? It was. Or? It was I, I just can't see how it could be. But so that is somebody. Yeah, in the world. I can only guess. I can only imagine that they they went it alone and they thought, hey, this would be good. Yeah. Okay. Versus having uh, somebody say they they saw something on QR codes, mm. which w- QR codes can do some some brilliant things. Sure, uh-huh. but not on a billboard. I mean, how far does your phone zoom? I mean, you you make fun of my phone a lot. Oh, okay? I do. I, I oh get my it. Gosh, but Chad, my phone. <laughs> please, for the love of God, do what we say about your phone. Okay. Well, give me a second. All right. <laughs> my phone, unless yours does, I, does, does yours? Can you zoom that far into a QR code on a billboard? Probably, but the, my question before I that mean, are you going to die is, trying to do it riding down the road? Exactly. You've got to turn around and come. Yeah, it's pointless. Yeah. yeah I'm going to just hold on. Hey, Chad, I'll call you back. I got to turn around real quick. A QR code. I've got to see what that QR code goes to. Oh, yeah, man. that's really bad. That's, um, that's a great example. Yeah, but it's yeah. stuff like that that it just makes there no was, sense. There was yeah. something that inspired or sounded good at a time, but. Yeah, you know, and it's, it's also, I could take it that a little further. I mean, we've seen some the different commercials and stuff, too, and on different types of things, but mm-hmm. some of them recently were on TV. The one we talked about it recently oh, a while gosh. back. And there was another one here locally where I, think, I don't want to, you know, poke, I, it, we're not, I don't want to poke fun at yeah, anybody, exactly. you know, no. but he was in a service industry that was in construction. Yeah. And you've seen it. You yeah, know, yeah, you can't handle rough. this. Yeah, it, yeah, it's yeah. rough, man, and I, I don't. You know, at some point, people have to be more aware of the image that they're presenting to the public. Exactly. You can, you can have a great good or service, and you can have a great idea, mm-hmm. and you can do a lot of things right, yeah. you know. And you can have the manifesto. You can, have all, you can know who your target audience is completely, right? And just the message is so bad that it's just they don't – they run from you. Yeah. It just, it's a big turnoff. So, yeah, there's so many points to this that we could go on about. But I think we've, we've – you know uh, – <sighs> We're so passionate about this. I love these types of discussions because it helps kind of hash it out and, and, you know, just, you know, talk through it. Yeah, because, I mean, we've seen all things, so many different things that are not great. Yeah. Oh, and man. it doesn't have to be that way. Right. And, and so uh, you, you, I think I've mentioned this to you before, but years and years and years ago, my dad diagnosed me with the case of the Ottabees. I know how things ought to be. Oddities, okay. and it drives me nuts. I thought you said I thought you were saying oddities. But no, okay. well, I mean, that, that probably as well. But no, the, the case of the Got oddities. It. Got I, it. I know how things ought to be, and it drives me crazy when it's not. And these are the, the this kind of basic understanding of a brand branding and marketing is right. part of that. It's like you know, it's it doesn't need to be that hard. But businesses after businesses after businesses just make it harder. Well, than it needs I mean, to be. but I think that's because they're good at what they do. We've talked about this. Yeah. Their their brand, I mean, their service or, or their product, and they they're you know they're not experts in this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it, you know, and a lot of times, you know, you can like we've talked about before, you can have a great product or service and fail, unfortunately, because you don't go about it the right way. Without a doubt. You know. Hundred percent. So yeah, great info. Yeah. I, yeah. This is great info. Um, Looking forward to talking about this more. All right, man. Well, I enjoyed it. We'll do it again soon. I enjoyed it. Let's get back to work. Thanks for listening. If you need help, email us at helpme at badmarketingsucks.com. 
And if you have any topics or questions, email us at yep at badmarketingsucks.com. Subscribe and leave us a review on iTunes or a five-star review on Spotify. Until next week.